Okay, pre-show was four ninety-seven, right? Yep. Woot. 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 So what's going on? Uh, I have a new thing that I uh, I saw a video about, and I was like, oh, that looks kind of cool. Okay. And then I got the little training stuff and, and a couple things for it, and I was like, yeah, it is pretty cool. Okay. Oh, lock picking. Lock okay. picking. Sweet. So I thought I would teach you how to pick a lock. I already know. I'm not saying I'm good at it. I already know how to pick a lock. Okay. You can teach the people at home. Well, the... The uh, well, here, here's one for you. Okay, <clears throat> and here's one for me. I'm getting used to this new thing I got. So, the idea behind lock picking is uh, relatively simple you're taking advantage of basically manufacturing tolerances, you're taking advantage of the fact that these things are manufactured and they have defects and there are uh ways to uh to manipulate the what, what goes on inside of them so you can essentially what goes on a lock is there are these pins that are on these springs uh and they are pushed down to different degrees and you have to sort of push them all up to the right point and turn the core so you use a tension wrench to turn the core slightly and then you use uh, a device to go in and pu- push up the uh, the uh, what should we call it? It's the pins as you turn the core ever so slowly. You really don't have to put much uh, tension on it at all. And you go in and you can do it individually and just reach in. And yet they sort of deal with things like is it gonna catch or not? So basically, you're saying the manufacturing tolerances, right? So when you put the tension on the cylinder, it'll a cheaply made lock will catch where the um, tumblers are split right mm-hmm. and it'll kind of stay in the unlocked position for each tumbler so you have to do it for each one do you have a rake or do you just got these picks i do have a rake on this guy which raking makes it a lot easier yep but let's see here trying to this is a new one I think it's that first pin is locked in there. But I could probably just like that. Just do a simple I mean the thing about these is and and most locks is even with just a single, mm-hmm. you can probably just get in like that. Probably just rake it really easily. But um yeah, here's a rake for you. You're pushing. You're doing way too yeah. hard. Okay. 
Yeah, one thing I learned in practice is it really takes very little effort. Okay. And if you push too hard, you're going to get things uh, tend to not be... I see... Let's see the rake. So here's the rake on this lock, and I'm just doing not much tension at all, like barely... Switch. Sure. I want to try to get this one open without the rake. Right I will go back to my single thing. So I know this must sound incredible. This is incredible, but it's. Uh, I mean, I've gotten decent enough at this that I was able to. I mean, these are these are obviously practice locks, mm -hmm. but I went. I did my um, cabinet work. Okay. Real easy. So, lock picking, at least for locks like this. Mm -hmm. I don't want that stuck. Oh, there we go. Yep, there was one that was, I couldn't get pushed down. Everything else was already cleared. Cool. That's good. You want me to go get a real lock? Yeah, go get a real lock. All right. This is this will be fun. So yeah, so I've been just enjoying the the process of understanding because that's what it really is. It, it's interesting to learn about this, and then when you see, oh yeah, that makes sense how to do it, and then it's like, oh, th that's really just how locks work, and it really becomes understandable how to do a pick. All right, so. All right, that's there. Master lock. Let me just feel inside. Get a handle on what's going on. But you gotta be fast. The, the feds are after you. Well, that's the point. Is that <laughs> if I wanted to break a master lock quickly, I would just get a um, a pair of uh, of wire cutters, <laughs> bolt cutters, bolt cutters. Yeah. This feels 
Hmm. So I'm trying to feel for the pins here. Yeah. I was able to get the pins. But, you know, it's going to have much better tolerances than these practice locks, right? Right. Like, oh my gosh, this, this lock here? It's like there's only like one pin <laughs> you have to do. So I feel like the pin's here on the bottom, right? That feels like a pin. I think so. So we're going to tension at the top. Not a lot of room to to maneuver inside here. The keyway is pretty small. Wait, is that a pin? I guess it is. So these practice locks he has are uh, clear bodies, so you can see how everything works. They're acrylic. Just lost my tension wrench. Dun dun dun. <clears throat> Let me go with the rake to start with. <laughs> Practice ones are like after you get that basic touch, like mm -hmm. there's like nothing involved with them. Yeah. You just basically go boop and they pop open. trying he's going to put the tension wrench in yeah I would need more work but I bet I could do it yeah probably it all depends on how much harder a real lock is mm -hmm. and like how hard they are but like I said I mean obviously the desk thing desk the yeah is not a real lock, but, uh, you know, the thing is how, how much I want to spend on learning how to do real locks. I don't know. It's, it, it's more about me learning the, the concept and, and how to mm -hmm. do it basically not, not for me to become a locksmith. Right. And perhaps maybe saving a hundred bucks if I get locked out of something. <laughs> More than that, because uh, most of those locksmiths in the phone book are scammers, right? They just drill out <laughs> locks and charge you for... Could you pass me the tool? Yeah, sure. Because there are other options in here. So there's... There's a couple different ones in here. Mm -hmm. Like, this is sort of a, a different type of, of rake. Yeah. Yeah, probably is partially preference on which ones you learn to use well. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's probably different kinds of 
tumbler sets that yeah there are ones that are different for different different types of locks like mm-hmm. i don't like never done a mash lock before haven't looked into you know obviously if you want to be a good lock pick you would know okay this is the type of lock i'm going to be dealing with yeah which i don't know with a master lock yeah well it's just pins and tumblers like right but like some of them are have like i was looking at this guy the lock picking lawyer and he picks all different types of locks and some of them are, are really different and some of them have mm-hmm. Interesting things. Yeah. <laughs> I want to open this lock. <laughs> I want to see if I can do it. So, anything else happening while Jeff is trying to... Uh, penguins are out of the playoffs. Yeah, I saw that in, in like four. Yeah. Oof. Yep. Not so good. No. That happens. Yep. Pin one. I think that's caught. It's just going to take a finesse to yeah. give it enough tension and uh, get those pins trapped. So are you thinking the pins are up here? Pins are on, they're always on the side of the, like the opposite of the keying, right? The Right. But I was like, I was, I was feeling in for the pin. And oh, I, I definitely felt the pins. They're on the flat, on the, here, let me show you. They're, they're here, right? This, let me see. Yeah, yeah, that side. Yeah, there's five, I think. Okay. So if this pre-show sucks, just go to the main show, listen to the post-show, because it's not going to get much better. Mm. Okay, yeah, I felt that one. I, I even heard it, and that's one of the reasons I was I was having trouble. Is I was this? Does this turn this way? No. You can only turn one way because there's those blocks to keep from back. Turn it away from the metal yeah. covering. I thought, okay. Let's pin one. What else have I done this week? Not too much. Two. Spent Sunday on my hands and knees uh, scrubbing and refinishing oh, a floor, four. hardwood floor. So that's the kind of fun I've been having. Five. Just, it's not that much fun. I was being sarcastic. <laughs> well, you know, ran out of resurfacing stuff, so I had to buy some more. That came today, so back to work tomorrow, I guess. Fly to Redmond on Monday. Oh yeah, yeah. Damn, I almost have it. I can feel it. Stop with total wine again. Get some more beer. Nice. Mm. Search through another 75 old cans of beer before I get something good. Well, that's uh, part of the fun. Yeah. I've been trying to learn Spanish on Duolingo. 
Duolingo just buzzed at me to saying it's time to do your practice. Well, today. do your practice. I want to hear what your practice. <laughs> oh, you want to hear my practice? Yeah. Oh, damn! Okay. I just lost it. Okay. All right. Let me try to rake now that I know what I'm doing a little bit more. Let's do a restaurant. Level two of five. Gangarne means with meat. Easy. With cheese is con queso. Yes, I knew that one. Un sandwich de pescado. A sandwich with fish. A fish sandwich. Con, con carne. That's good with meat. Yeah. Un sandwich de pescado. So they play it. Un sandwich de pescado. You gotta hear what it says. That one was easy. That's un, un sandwich. sandwich. Um, but I forget the... Un sandwich de pescado. Un sandwich de, de pescado. pescado. Sometimes it's hard to hear. When she, with that voice, it's sometimes it's hard to hear the connecting words in there. Un sandwich. Oh, so now I have to say it. Un sandwich. Did it like it? I did like it. Un hamburgueso de pescado. Okay, so a hamburger. Did she say con? Her, her cadence, it's hard to hear in the middle of the words. I can play it slower. <laughs> yeah. Yes. De pescado. Oh, see, pescado sounds like more than one word when she says it fast. Biscotto is fish. Fish. A hamburger with fish. Or a fish hamburger. Fish burger. They keep talking about fish burgers in here. It must be a thing in where they speak Spanish. With fish. Type it in. Un hamburguesa de pescado. Una hamburguesa de pescado. Yeah, it's close enough. They like Un it. Un sandwich de carne. Oh, a sandwich with meat. A meat sandwich. Hmm. Con queso. With cheese. With Lots cheese. of... So part of the way Duolingo does it's just lots of repetition. That's, you know, that, that's sort yeah. of key. Yep. Una hamburguesa con queso. Oh, a hamburger with cheese. Or a cheeseburger. That'd be what I'd call it. The Royale with cheese. Lesson complete. Yeah, cool. So now my streak is alive. They gamify it, right? They you start building a streak and you don't want to lose your streak, so you go in and do five you know, what's that two minutes of, of Spanish? Mm-hmm. Hey, that that mm-hmm. seems like a cool way to learn. Yep. Okay. Have to try this later. I have a feeling I, I, like I felt like a couple pins latch, so it was like, yeah. I think it would just take work just to get used to it. But yeah, it's a, little, it's a more advanced than than what I'm used to for sure. Oh yeah, it's not made to mm-hmm. be picked. It's right. made to be secure, or at least more secure than a toy lock. So, but toy locks are good at, um, I mean, teaching you the principle at the very least, not and. Sure. Um, 
Absolutely. So here, here's something that I thought of last night. Um, I, I forget why. I think it was something came, something. Well, you know what? It, it has to do with, okay, have you done anything with your Alexas yet, with your uh, Echoes? Yeah, yeah. I tried to, I'm, yeah, I've set them up. Mm-hmm. I'm having a problem trying to get, so I have Amazon Family, so they have the different users. And I'm trying to get it so my Spotify and Heather's Spotify, maybe not talking to the Alexa and playing Spotify on the right account, but on the Spotify apps, where like on mine it shows the Echo Dots, mm-hmm. and I can pick whichever one and it plays music on it. I want it to show on Heather's Spotify too, mm. and it sh- sounds like it should work with her family, her Amazon family account. Linked to her Spotify, but they're not showing up on her phone. So that's the thing I'm trying to figure out. Hmm. Well, the the thing that uh, came up in something that I was reading or whatever is is privacy, right? Everyone's mm-hmm. super concerned about privacy. Because these things are, are, are listening to you all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it occurred to me um, that all the people who have privacy concerns are really missing the point. Okay. Which is that we are living in a fucking golden age of privacy. You can be super private and still get... You don't have to be stuck in the woods somewhere. You can get stuff delivered to you. You can work from home. Blah, blah, blah. You can do so much being super private... In fact, it, it to the detriment of society because you can yell at people online completely privately with nobody knowing who you are and have no uh, no. I, I get what you're saying, fail. but there's that's just one aspect of you know online communication things like that. I mean, clo- with all the closed circuit TVs, you can't walk without getting on camera somewhere, right? So if that data gets collected. But the thing is, you can stay in your house, and you can do almost everything I guess, yeah, from can. inside your house now. You can have stuff delivered to you. You can, uh, okay. like, even, you know, groceries and, and medica- medicine, and you can call a doctor on the phone. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you can... You can be super duper private now in a way that you have never been able to be before, and still take part in society, and yeah, still be having I, influence. I guess in if you, but that's if you stay in your house. I mean, I think if you argue, if you have to step, if you want to step outside your house, it, it, you know, it's not nearly as easy as before. To easy as before to do what exactly? To drive somewhere without getting caught on camera. To walk somewhere without getting caught on camera. To well, if everyone is being caught on camera, then who cares? I mean, because that means that there's too much data for for things to go through, right? So it's like if you are being, if you have like helicopters following you and shit like that, then yeah, there's drones are all around you and mm-hmm. and you've got tails on you and stuff. Then yeah, you got a problem. But if you're just one of 400 million people who are in the United States that are being equally tracked the same way. It's too much data for anybody to go through. It, it depends. Have you heard of, there's a, I forget what the system's called, but there's this thing where 
I don't think it's a drone. I think it was actually, when they were doing the pilot, I think it was actually a piloted airplane. But it would fly above the city all day. It would have this, like, super mega camera that could just capture the entire city, right? And it would take shots on an interval. And what they would do with it is, if something happened, say a bank robbery happened, right? They have this data, right? So they can go back and see the bank robbery. Then they can rewind time to see where the car that the bank robbers used came from and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And they have all that data. Um, I think it's a pretty cool technology. Um, they can already do that with satellites and stuff like that in theory. I mean, they, they have satellites up there. Satellites. They, have, they have about seven or eight satellites at least that are as powerful as the Hubble telescope right. that, that were but made by the NSA. They can't hover over a city for they, 10 hours. True. True. So, I mean, it's pretty neat technology for that, but when you start talking about the the misuse privacy concerns of it, right? Where things have been misused for yeah. the entire for the lifetime of civilization. Yeah. Right. So it's so weird that we are in an age where you can be super private and where it's it's much harder for people to misuse things and not get caught. I mean, it's still possible, but it, it's it's a lot harder. There are a lot more restrictions on people on people's abilities to do these things, and there's mm-hmm. a lot more oversight. Like I said, not perfect. People get away with mm-hmm. it all the time, but it's so much harder to do these things than ever before. This is a golden age of privacy, and people are like, "Oh my God, the, there's echo dots are around, and they can possibly hear." what i'm saying and 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 it would and there was like a a, a thing on what was it um out of one of these sites they go to boing boing i think it was where like they they have they're using people's audio to help train the things and they're tagged with the user's first name and it's like you're living in a fucking golden age bro who cares i mean that data should be aggregated anonymously shouldn't have your name on it still well you have to be able to i know data and i know the idea that you can't just like you can shunt a whole bunch of data into into stuff and when you're using it for analysis yeah you can do that but at some point you also have to know what you're what you're dealing with and where it came from especially if something went wrong with it if there's some uh problem being able to trace it back and understand, oh, well, that, that device had a mechanical problem, so that's why this audio is messed up, as opposed to something that we have to deal with in a different way. You have to know these things. You can't just... I mean, and But no, dealing with a lot of data, people who are dealing with a lot of data are not looking at your stuff for 99.9% of people. They don't care. It's tagged for, for other reasons... But those reasons... No, in... the people that are authorized to use the data, 99 point whatever percent, don't care. Yeah. What about the unauthorized use? Stuff's getting hacked into all the time. <laughs> well, you then you, you understand... They, they could have stored the data. Then you understand that, that being part of, of a society like this it opens up that tiny, tiny percent, but you get to do so much more completely privately that... I believe the scale is way in privacy's favor. It's not an absolute perfect privacy for everyone, but if you measure it against what you used to have, it's super private. 
Your ISP knowing all the DNS queries you've ever done, private. You can get a VPN if you were that concerned about it. But you're saying we're living in a golden age of privacy where everyone has privacy. And, mm-hmm. Well, look at look at fucking online. Like I said, people are yeah. people, and 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 people use it to to uh, just to yell at people and to scream at people because they have no consequences of it. It's a bad thing, <laughs> privacy. Like that's the point. Before, when you didn't have as much privacy, you wouldn't have people just you know going on online and going faggot, 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 faggot. Right? I mean, like that would get you in trouble. Well, you just put on a sheet back then. Well, that would still like <laughs> you'd still have to go out and and do that and risk harming yourself. And now you don't have to do any of that, and you can just. I'm, I, you know, Max doing online gaming. I can't imagine people who need to run across saying whatever, mm-hmm. uh, and with no consequences, none. Mm-hmm. Yes, golden age of privacy. Okay. Well, I just had a. People can make up entire personas. Yeah. No, I was just gonna talk about. Something happened recently. That describes everything. Yes. <laughs> no, this was something where it's like, oh, and the, you know, 20 teen hateful, you know, reactionary thing has infiltrated this too. And like, it was like something like, so. I can't remember what it was though. So uh, the normal uh, activities of the universe continues unabated. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Stuff continues to be exactly like we expect it to be. No, but this was like something that was pure, and it was like, oh no, they fucking ruined that too. Nothing's pure. <laughs> All right, well, let's go on to the show. Well, and let's uh, drink a beer right about let's now. Let's drink a beer.